not so loud. Not so loud in the ear holes. Oh, there. sorry, Sai. Let me just turn you down you. a little bit. Yeah, ladies I know. and gentlemen, Sai has had his ear syringe. I had to have my ear syringe, and I, I found just out... said that. Could you not hear oh. me? Yeah, <laughs> I can hear you too loudly. This is the problem. See, What's that? What? Sorry, you're breaking up tonight. What? But you see, you could think that's quite horrible, but apparently the build-up build of wax is, is quite normal because it protects it from little insects, uh, as I'll be talking about in science, little ants and things climbing into your ear and that having a little happen. fun old time. It could do. It could it did, do. It doesn't. And they get caught up in the sticky wax, you see, so they can't get in. Yeah, um, okay. And little, little bits of fluff could get in there, cause infections, etc. But uh, the thing is... my so dad, on, it's on, it's on. My, yeah, my dad used to have the same <laughs> problem, and it was also, I think, in his left ear, which is where I get it. I just go stone deaf in it over, over time. And uh, it, it turns out... You, it? That's what he's left you. That's his legacy. I've got a kink. <laughs> I've got a kink. Uh, you certainly do have a kink. You're right, kink. I have a kink in my ear. You've got in a waxy ear, kink. In my ear canal, I have a, I have a kink. Wasn't uh, waxy just before... kink the lead singer of... Uh... <laughs> waxy kink, yeah, ear, ear and the drums, was it? <laughs> yeah, know. I think waxy kink was, was the lead singer of the... Lobe and the, lobe and the drums. Of the canals. Canals. Uh, the... <laughs> oh god geez, this has gone wrong isn't it, it they were a drumming band i remember that they just used to, they didn't have any other instruments apart from drums is this an eardrum just, joke they used to drum them it's, it's, it's attempting to be <laughs> I'm trying to get it. but anyway uh Lancy the guy King. was i had this uh i didn't really know he was a south african guy and i what well, i kept thinking in my imagination because he was talking about uh sort of something you think he, in your imagination yeah that he used to, i kept thinking i didn't think that's the right thing to say i don't know uh, interesting but, that isn't it it's do worrying, you think it? in your imagination I, or are I they two do. separate things Anyway, I, carry on. <laughs> I didn't tell him that I was thinking this, obviously, because he would have thought... Well, were you imagining it, or were you I was thinking, thinking he used to be a miner in South Africa. <laughs> That's why he'd <laughs> become an audiologist, to like... Because it was a similar thing, but on a smaller scale. It, you he know, felt he was, comfortable digging in ears as a... Yeah, that's there. right. It was like a little tiny cave, because he had a little thing stuck in his eye, a little magnifying glass, and a little, like, it little tiny... It was stuck in his eye. Yeah, it was actually stuck in his eye. And he had a little tiny miner's helmet as well. This wasn't uh, NHS, was it? This wasn't the NHS. Apparently, they won't do it on the NHS at the moment. Because Is that what they told you? That's what he told me. Uh, we don't do it. You want to go down that back alley to that as South African miner. As he popped out his mini helmet uh, and began <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> pushing it into my ear. That ear, is definitely uh, a waxy kink. <laughs> But uh, yeah, but it is very, everything's very, I can hear a pin drop now. I can listen to... Uh, right, I'm going to drop a pin, listen, see if you can hear it. Yeah, loud and clear, loud and clear. Good. Do you know <laughs> you what's funny? Actually... A couple of podcasts ago, we dug our way out of the listener's ears. That's right, yeah, that's what but maybe it's some sight of. of karma, like, coming that back That probably is, me. because it was just after that that the problem got really bad, yeah. That that's is... interesting, isn't it? Yeah, that is, it's kind of... Well, who knows, it, maybe it was the, the, uh, the nightmare hedgehog. Maybe he'd fired uh, one of his spines into my into my eardrum. Maybe it makes Ooh. sense. You're being silly again. Yeah, I know. Let's what, get on with the podcast. Being silly. That's <laughs> Let's silly get on good. with it. Not on okay, this show. This. this is a scientific. Oh, this is serious. This is show, a very is serious oh, podcast. Terribly People sorry. People come to us for all their information. Okay. Maybe you're in a bunker inside my ear. <laughs> Let's start the podcast. Sorry. <laughs> Dream, how Ronald's dreams speak. 
Did you know hedgehogs decide your dreams and everything's not white as it seems? Oh, that was good. Oh, I wish I hadn't talked mask. over the end of it. I was too excited, though. But that was good. That's 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 verging on an actual jingle there. Those are, those are lyrics that we could probably stick with. I actually no, we shouldn't stick. No, we shouldn't stick. We shouldn't no? stick. No, no, we, we should never vary stick. it. We should. That's vary the it. point of this. Is that you know? The, get on I with was, it. Get home no, no, with it. I was. I was. What? All right. Was when did you start hurrying me? <laughs> Have you ever heard? <laughs> you always hurry me through my science, <laughs> whipping me from behind. Come God. on, Kenty. But what I was going to say is that. What is interesting, this podcast, we're slowly connecting the dots of existence. And I feel like, weirdly, Dream Speak acts as a sort of a key to everything. Kind of, yeah, kind of linchpin, isn't it? Yeah, the oh, A David world. Lynchpin. Oh, Ooh. very good. Very right, good. okay, here's, here's the first one, right? The, okay. the first two here, very simple, very straightforward Dream Speaks, which I like those ones. <clears throat> Who? Who had a monocle? Who had a <laughs> that's, that's it. <laughs> who? And then Debbie undoubtedly said, I don't know. Did she or something like that? And you're like, don't you know? No, that's it. You I just said, who, who, who had a monocle? Who? But I don't know who I was talking about. Oh. Any? There you go. He went on. Archie Bunker. Maybe Archie Bunker. Possibly Archie Bunker, <laughs> Bunker may have had a, uh, he could have done. I don't know. I don't right. know nothing Here about we go. it. To Another be honest, sh- the guy that, the guy that uh, mined my ear, had a little thing in his eye. Dr. Waxy Could have been him. Dr. Waxy Kink. <laughs> okay. Uh, this is quite a sweet one. And quite his name, this is one it's of actually Dr. Shroom, Dr. Shroomberger was his actual name. But was, it, was it really? No. Oh, that's disappointing. <laughs> anyway. Uh, what was his name? His name was Grant. It doesn't, it doesn't... Oh, Grant. Oh, that's funny. I'm glad you mentioned it. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't Eddie Grant. right here's a sweet one sorry if you need my shadow for anything let me know oh now that is lovely isn't it however not in not in a union way since we're talking about the subconscious mind because the shadow i thought you said a union way like there was a union for shadow borrowing the shadow union yeah because oh my god the shadow union you don't want them you don't want them knocking on your door oh you know what I'm afraid we're from the shadow union. No, Have you been lending your shadow out? Taking <laughs> a percentage. We are the shadow union. Oh, actually, that's more like the voice Have of the shadow union. Have you lended your shadow? No, no, honestly, no. I, I, I have. Oh, it's it, right. this light. I will show me your shadow. God, yes. You have no shadow. No, you have rented it. I, I rented it out for five you pounds. You must come with us and we will paint you a new shadow. No, <laughs> no, please. More on the shadow union later. Shadow union. But that, the thing is, the no, Jung says that the shadow Let is... Let me see your shadow. <laughs> Did Jung, what about Jung? Does he have a shadow? I wonder. They work for Jung. They work for Jung. He's bad. Ah, Mr. What? Jung will not be happy. There's your shadow. What have you done with your shadow? Renting it out again. The darkness the that has pulled in the back of your mind, Alronis. We found a young man, Mr. Jung, with a lack of a shadow. We believe it has been rented out. 
<laughs> Renting out the shadow. Wait a moment. Let me finish this mandala, and then I will be with you. Right. Here's another one. Here's an idea for a movie I had in my sleep. You like these, don't you? I do. I do. Right. This is often... quite a long one. I actually, reading this, can't believe it's possible that I said this in my sleep. However, uh, it's written down and I don't remember saying it. And it's not something you would make up. So I must have done. So here it is. Alan's new movie idea. Here's the pitch, right? Right, okay, okay so it's like I'm, I'm, I'm a big in. Hollywood producer. Yeah, and I'm and we step so, in. Ronald, Ronald, what's It's an your... elevator pitch. We step in the elevator, and I've okay. got two minutes to sell you my new movie. You going up or down, sir? Uh, I'm, I'm going down, down to the ground floor. I'm just popping out for a pastrami sandwich. Oh, hey, you know? uh, don't, don't I recognize you? You're that big Hollywood movie producer, aren't you? That's right, Mr. Schroenberger. Were you looking for any new ideas, Mr. Schroenberger? Yeah, I was. Uh, actually, I was just thinking we could do with a good good old movie. Yeah. Uh, okay, but... okay. Well, I've got an idea. If you don't, I'll, I'll quickly tell you. To see okay, I haven't got much time now. Pitch it to me. Pitch okay, it to me, so man. It stars, it stars Dan Aykroyd, okay? So okay, good I, old Dan. I'll pitch it to you exactly as is written. Because okay. that's crucial to this segment. Okay. Dan Aykroyd goes to the jungle to look for a race of ancient monkeys. And then he disappears. Kira Knightley, who plays his friend or maybe daughter, goes looking for him. But the monkeys are all really attracted to Kira Knightley and they want to mate with her. And it all gets a bit weird and they all try to dry hump Kira Knightley. Eventually, Dan Aykroyd finds one of the monkeys and its neck is really long and stretchy and it's wrapped around a tree and it's dead. My God, this is amazing. I'm, uh, well, I'm intrigued. This is, this is incredible. Yeah, do you like yeah, it? Yeah, well, uh, let me hang on. I'm just going to get on. Hi, Kira. Yes, uh, you <laughs> <laughs> they got this new film for you. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Kira's going to go for this. Being dry she might. Hump. We don't know yet. Finish the phone call. We don't know. Uh, yeah, Kira. Oh, you get dry humped by a lot of monkeys uh, oh, with stretchy long necks. And please do it. Please oh, you. Uh, Dan Aykroyd's going to be in the Dan. A yeah, from the Ghostbusters. You know the Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, you love it. Okay, cool, brilliant. We'll see ya. See ya. Uh, I'll be back in touch with the with the contract. She loves it. Yeah, she thinks it's great. Are you gonna? Are we gonna do this? Oh, uh, we just got to get hold of Dan. Dan, is that Dan? Are you gonna phone Dan? As well? Hi there, Dan. Yeah, it's uh, it's yeah, it's Mr. Schroenberger here from uh, Schroenberger tell, Pictures. Can, can you tell him I said hi. Uh, Al says hi. How did you know I didn't tell you my name? Who's who's Al? I don't know. I, I just I just made it up. <laughs> Look, listen. Anyway, he's got this great idea for for a movie. You're out in the uh, jungle. Tell him. Tell, you, tell him about. Tell him about the monkeys. There's these monkeys, they're dry-humping your daughter. Tell them about the dead one with the stretchy There's neck. a dead one with a stretchy kind of uh, elasticated right neck. He's like Mr. Fantastic of the monkey yeah, world with, yeah, a, yeah. with a giant sort of monkey fantastic. That you're, uh, you're in a UFO. Oh, you're, you're, you're actually at the moment, you're just circling, you're orbiting the planet inside a giant UFO. Well, this is taking a turn. <laughs> okay, will you be able to be beam down to do the picture, Mr. Aykroyd? Okay. Okay. Brilliant. Well, we'll we'll see you when you get here. Brilliant. We'll beam up the contract. Well, what did he say, he Mr. Schroenberger? Yeah, he's up for it. Yeah, he's oh, oh he's up for it. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's he's up for it. You know, uh, I think Sai's trying to get in on this. He's a no, no, no. Wait, that's the end of that. They're they're making it. It was a success. Good. They're gonna make it. What are they gonna call it? Well, we'll write in. What do you think they should call? it? I think they should call it uh, dry hump. <laughs> <laughs> just, dry hump. just dry hump. <laughs> just long neck 
monkeys or just Planet of the Apes. Planet, Planet of the of Monkeys. The Planet is, of the stretchy, just... dry humping monkeys. That's too long. You gotta it's gotta have a gotta have a punchy title, Ronald. Mon- just dry a... hump then, just dry hump. Monk monkey hump. Monkey humper. Monkey humper. is monkey humper. <laughs> you see, no, that's why I'm in this a... game, Ronald. He he doesn't hump the monkeys, though. We'll have to. Do you know what amazes me the most about this? What? That your phone works in a lift. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, you know. It's one uh, of those Hollywood phones, right? All right, Sonny. Those... Yeah. Here's the bit I like the most. Sing us out. <laughs> oh, well, here we go. <laughs> Dream, oh God! Dream, when monkeys are humping Kira nightly, and Ackroyd is there in the back world. He's got a long monkey neck, a long monkey neck. It's stretching round the tree, it's stretching round the tree, and it goes bling blong and fires him through the woods. Oh, Dan Aykroyd and his monkey cahoots, oh. oh. <laughs> Dry hump that. coming soon. We've got the theme tune. <laughs> oh, definitely, yeah. I can, I can see that's going to go places. <laughs> Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to part the three of our ongoing science fiction disaster called Heads Will Roll. It's a role-playing tabletop game in which Sai is uh, going on a mission to save all of time and space. And this one is Quantum Leak. Quantum Leak? Yeah, of course it is. Of course yeah, because the leak got plugged part. into the machine. I've remembered it all. And I am just, your hologram literally... guide, Al. Yeah, of course. And I get actually uh, frozen in between the sessions. I feel like I'm just floating in a void, really? waiting to be reactivated, like in a game, you know, like bobbing yeah, up and yeah. down, like in a computer You just game. sit there on Zoom, just yeah. up and down. Bob, bob, bobbing. Okay, so um, if you want to hear what Sai's special talents are, go back a couple of episodes and uh, we discuss those. But there, there's some great special talents in there. They'll come up. But when we last left you, Sai... Okay, so a lot has happened since this began. You're traveling through time trying to find the pieces of the machine that you destroyed uh, as you travel through and you left Dr. What was his name? Oh God, now you Doctor, uh, the doctor guy, the, the, <laughs> the do- professor. The doctor guy, the professor, yeah. It will come yep. back to me. Uh, there'll be complaints about that, but it's fine. So um, you, are, you now have no clothes. You're wearing a laboratory coat. You My legs two, are broken. You have two broken legs. You've abandoned <laughs> a T-Rex in the prehistoric era to die. Oh, I've got it. No, I'm going back for him. In the, I'm going to time travel. Oh, you see. And uh, you've got no evidence that that's even possible, to be honest. You've, you've just decided that you can, I can do, do it. it. I can yeah. do it. I'm telling you. So last time you I left, promised you, the T-Rex. You went through a portal and you arrived somewhere in black and white. And then a Model T Ford type car came by and a bunch of gangsters shot you down with a Tommy gun. So now you wake up and you're tied to a chair in a warehouse. Okay. Your eyes begin to open and you see in front of you a whole bunch of 1930s style gangsters like okay, I'm going to use my charm I'm going to use my, my the, the henty old henty charm oh you're, ju- so you're just going to get straight in there and start like, you're not even going to let them say a word to you I'm not I'm going to charm them first amazing that's, that's, that's what I'm okay that's... so I'm now rolling for your charm okay 
that's not a bad goal. So uh, I'm gonna uh, tell me what you're gonna say, and we'll see how that goes. So just so you know, there's like four guys here in sharp like zoot suits, and this one comes it. up to you, he's chewing on a cigar, and yeah. he's about to speak when you say, "Listen, guys, you got the wrong bozo. You pumped, <laughs> you pumped me full of lead, but you see, I'm still alive. Do you know why? That's because they call me Mr. Mercury. That's right, guys. Yeah, yeah, you see, I can, uh, uh, you don't want to mess with me, because if you do, it's going to come down on your head's tenfold. But I know the guy you're looking for. I know the guy you're looking for. Yeah, I do. And then, yeah. okay, so you got a good role there. That's pretty charming. So the boss is going to turn to his henchman and say, hey, do you think he's making fun of our accents? And then, hey, Joe, are we even looking for a guy? And he turns back and he goes, who's this guy that we're looking for? The guy you're looking for is called, uh, Wormy Sandler. Oh, and why are we yeah, looking yeah, for him? Wormy Sandler, yeah, you remember? Because she was Wormy the guy Sandler. that... Wormy Sandler. Wormy Sandler. I yeah, don't know up. any Wormy Sandler. Sounds like something Wormy... you made up. You don't know Wormy Sandler? You don't know Mr. Mercury, you don't know a lot, do you, you bozo? Now I've got to roll for me, me muscles Ooh, now. You're getting a bit aggressive here. He's That's gonna it, I'm going to break free of the bonds. I'm going to roll for my muscles. Oh, Ooh. what are my muscles? Oh, bizarre dancing. Okay. So I'm going to have to so you bizarre can, dance You can use your bizarre dancing uh, if you want to break the ropes. If you want to try and like bizarre dance your way out of the ropes, then I'll give you... Okay, I'm going to bizarre dance. Dance my way out of the out okay. Of the ropes. I'll be honest you with you. Me? I've rolled for you. It's not a great roll, uh, and you've rolled the head die, which means something bad is going to happen. So he's going to watch you, and he's like, "What's this bozo doing? You're just wriggling around like a snake, trying to get free, and then the chair falls over, and you just keep wiggling and dancing, and now you're lying on the floor, and you're just doing a bizarre dance." Okay, quickly, I'm going to roll for my brains, my my bonus skill, science. How are you going to apply the science? I'm going to. I need to know this. Yeah, I'm going to apply the science in this way: that every force has an opposing force, and therefore, if if stand back up, and so therefore my legs will become unbroken, and I'll be able to stand. Um, uh, the opposite dynamics. Alright, Si, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, this is a real game with real rules, and I'm not letting you get yeah. away with that one. So uh, you're still on the floor, you're still bizarre dancing, and uh, the guy goes, Okay, Mr. Mercury, tell us what's going on. Who's this guy we're looking for? You? What's, why should I let you go? Yeah, I'll tell you why you should let me you still go, doing that guys. accent. You're making fun of me, huh? I'm not making funnier this is uh this is this is this is what i do now now uh i'm just gonna quickly roll the dice now and uh, this is really good with my moves right and i'm gonna change the uh chair and the, the, all the rope holding me together into a bicycle <laughs> so I'm you're gonna, gonna try to fashion the bike that you're tied the chair that you're tied to into a bike yeah and with, then I'm, with brains, I'm ride the hell out of that there. brains you're going to use. No moves. Bi That's not moves because 
yeah, there's no yeah, bike you to have... ride. You have to turn it into a bike first. Okay, I've rolled for that. You don't manage to turn the chair into a bike. All you end up doing is breaking the chair. <laughs> so now you're laying yeah. on the floor in a broken chair. Yeah, you see. Hey, you Joe, see what's with this guy? He's crazy. Yeah, that's right, guys. You see, I escaped from the lunatic asylum. That's the problem. You got the wrong guy. You gotta let me go. Look at me. I'm raving mad. Look at me. Bizarre dancing on the floor, breaking the chair, <laughs> or uh, trying to make a so, bicycle. Hang on, hang on. Oh, look is, at me. Are you trying to convince guys. these guys that you're insane? Yeah, and then they'll let me go. Okay, well, that's a form of charm, so I'm going to move for that. Okay. okay. That's a really good roll. That's yeah. really annoying. Yes. <laughs> so you can... <laughs> oh, well, you're you know trying what, to Joe? kill me, aren't you? You said I could die during this thing. You know what, Joe? I think this guy's off his nuts. I think <laughs> I think we should let him go. He's kind of freaking me out. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean, boss. He's kind of he's just dancing on the floor. Yeah, da, 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 da. yeah. Is, I'm making a bike out of the chair. Yeah. Is, da, 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 he's da, da, trying to make da, da, a bike out of the chair. Yeah, I know, boss. That ain't right. This guy ain't right. I think we should let him go. He's trouble. Yeah, I think they're right. Mr. Away. Mercury. Yeah, that, 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 so the guy's gone. And he, he's going to untie you from the chase. Like, okay. Uh, and he stands back. Uh, yeah, I don't want no part of this. That's what you're going to do. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to. Uh, uh, don't forget, si, somewhere in this world. Legs, though, somewhere in this naked. world is. Yeah, you're still naked with two broken legs. They, they haven't mentioned that. Okay, good. <laughs> but you, there's still a piece of the machine somewhere in this world. Where you need to find it. You, you'll never get home just like Sam Beckett. Listen, guys. Would you take me back to the asylum? Take me back to the old... Uh, yeah, because you know what an asylum is. That's a place where they keep people, to keep people safe from themselves and safe from the rest of society, really. We don't understand, so you take me back to the old asylum up on the hill, guys. Okay, I've, yeah. I've rolled a charm they got a for you there. Machinery. They got a lot of machinery up there, right? It's a good charm, yeah. so they're gonna say, hey, hey, boss, should, should we take some ups to the asylum? Yeah, I think that's probably the best place for them, Joe. Uh, you and yeah, Louie, you get in the car and you take them to the asylum. I'm sorry, Mr. Mercury. I'm sorry for all the inconvenience today. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. That does make no sense. Watch, Take this guy to the out, asylum. Watch out for the wormy sandler. Okay, so these these guys take you in the car, in the Model T car. They're in the back seat. Uh, Joe's driving and Louis is partner, and they're driving through this, like out of the city, you know, out of out this past the skyline, yeah. up to the old asylum it. on the hill. It rises up the gate. <laughs> squeak open, the lightning is down, and they're too scared to go in, they just drop you at the gate. There you go, Mr. Mercury. It was nice to meet you. I hope you get the help you so desperately need. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Oh, you sounded a little bit like, uh, uh, I don't know who you sounded like that. A little bit De Niro there for a second. I That's like that. what I, I'm played by Robert De Niro. Oh, I see. Nice to yeah. meet you, Mr. De Niro. That's, uh, uh, yeah. So I hope you get yourself some clothes as well. Yeah, me too, me too. Ah, yeah, but at this point, what I do is, what they don't realise is, I, I secretly button up the white coat that I still had the shreds of around my myself uh, to make myself look like a doctor. Oh, interesting. Okay, interesting. and I'm going to knock on the asylum door. Oh, are you going to actually, some, you want someone to come to the door? 
I do, and I'm going to charm them using my charm. I'm going to roll my charm. Okay, what I'm going to say is, I'm going to make you do a cool roll so that when they... Are you going to pretend to be a doctor to this person? Yes. That's exactly this will determine do. whether or not you keep your cool, and that is successful or not. Okay. Okay, you, you rolled a one. <laughs> the door opens. Hello. How can yes. I help you this evening? Hello there, yes. I am one of the doctors and visiting from the Mental Health Association. And what I would like to do is that I would like you to let me in because I am going to see one of your patients as a consultant psychiatrist. Doctor? You're a doctor? Look I'm at oh, you're naked from the nipples down. Yes, but you see what happened to my white coat was that it got gnawed by a patient who had gone feral, and he started chewing and chewing and chewing on my white nightgown. And that is why I have none of it left, and I'm naked. And you can see my little scrotal sack wobbling around like a little jelly there. I'm just going to get down on my knees and have a closer inspection. Don't worry, I'm a nurse. <laughs> oh, a yes, it does hang low like a doctor. What are you doing? Get your hands off of me. I'm just giving it a swing to make sure you're of a medical profession. Oh, yes, I'm definitely of the medical profession. Well, sir, judging by your bollocks and your accent, I believe you. Come inside. Oh, thank now, you very much. Thank which you very ward much. is this patient in? Yes, the patient is in the electroshock therapy ward. My favorite of the wards. That is where you <laughs> keep a lot of your machinery, isn't it? Indeed it is, in fact. We got a new piece of machinery in just last week. Oh, yes, I have heard of such. Would Dr. You... Bungleslap is currently in there seeing to a patient. Would I be able to go in and just have a little look at the piece of machinery because it is so exciting that you are right on the cutting edge of the mental health. What are you trying to see? What would you like me to show you? Are you a doctor of a particular science? Yes, I am a doctor of the particular science. The, 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 the science of the particulars. Yes. The science of the particulars, eh? Yes. I've rolled your science, and you have rolled so high that this doctor is now in complete awe of your knowledge. Brilliant. But she lets you in. Like everyone the, else, really. Lets like you, you into the electrotherapy <laughs> room, and d the doctor, whose name I forget that I just said, he, but, you know, remember at home. Bung, bungle Popper or something. Bungle Zap. Bungle Zap. Bung, he's, he's Bungle Zap now. Dr. Bungle Zap is there, and he's got a little hedgehog on the operating table, and he's zapping it with the uh, electroshock shock therapy. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, I'm going to use my muscles, my bizarre dancing, to save the hedgehog. Whoa, you're going straight in. I'm not going to let that man do that to that poor hedgehog. Okay, Sai, you rolled 13. That's especially good, so you do what you want to do. Okay, so I'm going in there. I'm doing I'm doing all my break dancing and everything, because I've still got the broken the legs. devil are you? Take this! Take that! Ooh. Dr. Bungles up! Uh, what yeah. are you doing? You're uh, 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 Dr. Bungles up falls into the machinery and it explodes and gets fried alive. Okay, I grab the... I, I, oh no, I don't grab the hedgehog. I gently pick the hedgehog up uh, from underneath. And what, it looks familiar to me, this hedgehog. It's got kind of multicolored spikes Okay, Sai, si, uh, I've rolled muscles to lift up that hedgehog. You squeeze it a little bit too hard and your hands are now full of hedgehog barbs. 
and God. bleeding profusely. Ah, the head ah, holds fine, but it's now naked. Ah, ah, ah! But hang on, aren't these aren't these the uh, the the spines of the of the the multicolored spikes of the of the dream hedgehog? They are. You're now starting to hallucinate quite badly. So I'm going <laughs> to oh roll a God. cool dice for you, and it's a very low cool rating, which means you completely lose your cool, and ah, you are headed ah. for a bad hedgehog trip right what? now. As you're having a bad trip, you notice in the corner the exact piece of machinery that you require. However, you're too far gone to get it today. Oh, no. But we're going to leave you in the electrochoc oh, therapy room having a bad that. hedgehog trip going completely insane. <laughs> Science! <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Do you notice how I'm beating my own drum? <laughs> <laughs> There's kind of some kind of the science begins with analogy in there. Isn't the, there? You're marching to the sound of your own. <laughs> there you go. I, the trouble with that science intro is if you start too high, it's a death trap. Yeah, you've got to be careful. Where you, that's what oh. Kubrick. That's what Kubrick found. Yeah, well, he he hummed it in 2001, didn't he? Yeah, that was actually him humming at the Such beginning. Such a yeah. good hummer, Kubrick. Don't you think? No, he did it live. God. Did you know? Did you know this is a true true fact? Yeah. Kubrick uh, travelled round with the seventy five millimeter um, two thousand one. Of, yeah, and hummed it live oh, in every so... single cinema that it it's was released the in. Attention to detail that I love. It's incredible. What happens isn't on it? the DVD then? Uh, that that is him. Yeah. But obviously from beyond, right? It just rattles like the vibrations. He hums from the beyond. Yeah, he hums hum a beyond humming. Yeah, Kubrick. Humming, humming from the beyond. Humming from the beyond. <laughs> write that one down. That's it. No, listen, we've gone off track. I haven't even started yet. Right, so we were high, 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 hive society, hive society. So we were in hive society. We were looking at um ants, as you ants. remember. Not and ants. Not aunts, not our aunts. No, although Your aunties, aunts. Interestingly, my aunties have very uh, funny names. So I don't know if I should really <laughs> say this, really. But this is what true. What do I do with I, aunts? Well, because you were talking about uh, in in obviously in uh, Scotchland, they they call ants ants and ants ants. Ants are ants. And yeah, ants that's it. Are also ants. And my my I never realised that my aunts have actually quite funny names. Do you want to hear them? It was only once when I was telling someone about my family that I realised what funny names they okay. had. Okay, go yeah. Okay, so one of my aunts is called Penny Monk. That's a good name. Which is a good name. It's not quite so funny. As no, that's not others. hilarious. But the, that was the least hilarious one. Okay. So I've learned this from you. You always say finish on the good one. Uh, so there was, uh, <laughs> and then my other one is called Merry Ricketts, <laughs> which sounds like kind of like a really awful Christmas to say, do you know what I mean? Merry Ricketts also sounds a bit like a sort of ITV detective. Oh yeah, true. I should make a good ITV yeah. detective actually. She'd make a very good Like one. Rosemary and Time and Merry Ricketts. And my other, my other auntie's name is Binky Beaver. <laughs> You don't believe that. But those are the true names of my aunties. <laughs> Penny Monk, 
Merry Ricketts and Binky Beaver. That is true. Absolutely, a hundred percent true. <laughs> really? Yeah, absolutely. Binky I mean, her, her, real name, her real name is Veronica, but everyone called her Binky from when she was a child. To be honest, Veronica Beaver sounds like an adult movie star. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's true. Yeah, I have talked to. Yeah, I did uh, talk to uh, one of her. Uh, um, sons who, who said that yeah that he, he was always slightly embarrassed of the name Beaver when he went into a Pinky Beaver sounds like a, a Hannah Barbera character. Pinky Beaver, there you go. Uh, uh, hey Bubble, it's Pinky Beaver. <laughs> right, okay. Hi there. Let's, let's, not, let's not. Beaver. Anyway, we've gone completely off track. So back to the ants. Hey, now. hey, hey Bubble. It's and this, Pinky Beaver. <laughs> shut up! Would you shut, shut up? This isn't a this isn't a picnic. This is no picnic. Right, so. Um, and this, there, I'm, Barney. I'm calling Look this. Who's coming down the road? It's Pinky Beaver. <laughs> I'm calling this section. Oh, science! I forgot what section science. We were on there. Right. Well, that's all the time we've got. No, it's on ants. We haven't even started science yet. Scissor George Bang. sisters and the <laughs> and the ant Eiffel Tower. Bang. You're gonna love this, Al. You're gonna love this. Okay. And now, see, I've always thought that insects were. Oh no, I'm going off track. Yeah, right. So, uh, as as a child. I always had uh, a fascination with insects. I think I said that from from James and the Giant Peach. I don't know if you ever read That's that. That's a Rob book. Starbuck. Yeah, yeah, I know. But I just, right, that, yeah, yeah. just I check. love the characters that were insects in it. You know, the cricket and and uh, and all, all the other uh, ones that were in it and stuff, and that they were in the Giant Peach. The Qua Quatermass. Do you remember Quatermass? The old uh, there was a breakfast hammer cereal. Oh yeah, the hammer. <laughs> no, not the no. That's Quaker mash. Oh yes, sorry. That's the that's the one that's you had. Quaker to... oats. I was thinking of Quaker oats. No, it's Quaker. You're thinking of Quaker mash, which right. is uh, the Quaker. It's like a porridge, but it's kind of. Or Quaker oats, not the same as Quaker mash. No, very different. Very very. Different. different. You don't want to get those two mixed up because if okay. you do, you get an explosion in your breakfast bowl. <laughs> Quakers <laughs> have died. Uh, anyway. And I always experiment. I even used to keep a woodlouse called Eric in a matchbox and take him into school. That How is long true. did you have him for? Uh, I had. I, I, I must admit that actually I, I had very. <laughs> I had various models because he kept dying. I, I'm so confused that you referred to it as various models. Well, yeah, because I had Eric one and then Eric two and Eric. Yeah, but a living creature isn't a model. That's like a car yeah. is a model. I know, yeah. This okay, is so. actually feeding into your hatred for insects. No, I love insects. That's that was um, the thing I love. You treat I, I, I Colin loved... the ant, so you've killed him off. Cold no, listen. And right, now so... you refer to. Are you going to refer to Colin when he, if he ever re resurrects as another model? No, because <laughs> that's me, awful. I, I know. I, I really apologise to the the uh, woodlice section. Oh, I forgot. They, this whole segment is an apology. Yeah, yeah. Five hundred yeah. million years old. The the woodlice. They most insects to, to the use the antennae, their antennae, to smell and hear in ways we cannot even begin to comprehend. Al, more numerous than any other species, they make up over eighty percent of all species on the planet. You could have an insect of the month calendar, right? A model. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you, could, you could have an insect of the month calendar. So there not, are models. Uh, yeah, but, insect models. Yeah, you get little wood lice with so a, did you making have a, a their shell off and wood lice in a matchbox every month. Uh, a different model wood lice. 
Yeah, they they were actually. They'd, I'd, I'd seen them all on my insect calendar. Ooh. But the thing is, there were so Ooh, many insects. One of me, Max. <laughs> there were so Ooh, many. Listen, gorgeous. There were so many insects. Insect page three. If you had an insect of the month calendar, you would not need to reuse a species for well over eighty thousand years. <laughs> Imagine that. Approximately good, yeah. 10 quintillion individual insects surround you in the world. That's a good value calendar. Okay, so that it really is, isn't it? Mm. So you, you find it hard to fit it on the Maybe wall. Maybe we though. should sell we these. Just fill the room. Electric head merch and insects <laughs> in the day calendar. Insects, sexy insects. But listen, listen, right? Insects. We've looked at subterranean fungal gardens and boxing princesses, and we've realized Ant Man, puh! They're, 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 male ants are just flying spun. That's all they are. So, so Ant-Man Ant is, is a very different movie. <laughs> it can become with the sexy insects and the fact that he's just basically... I Jake, uh, that's how they sold it to Paul Rudd. Is it Paul do Rudd? You think they, yeah, do you think they said to him that actually he's got a penis that's like a, like a kind of a Swiss army knife? Maybe that's why like, they cast him. Maybe you already had that. Maybe that's mm. what he had to do in the audition. Now that's that that goes down in some dodgy territory. Anyway, right. So, but we're going to look quickly at some of my favourite. Think of the think of the female ants, right? Her ability to lift Ooh, objects heavier yeah. than she is. Her exquisite sense of smell. Her remarkable ability to walk up vertical surfaces. The, the ants are amazing. But here, let's look at some of my favourite ant species just quickly before time runs out. You're going to love this one. I love the fact you say time runs out. There isn't actually any time. It's just me getting fed up. <laughs> oh, right. Listen, you'll like this one. It's called the raspberry crazy ant, right? And that is a real species of ant. There are other crazy ants. There's the longhorn crazy ant, the yellow crazy ant, and the Caribbean crazy ant. What's so it... raspberry and crazy about it, Si? Well, this is what we're going to hear now. Um, From I, me, I... <laughs> you, yeah, you I don't should know say. Where... Raspberry, I think, comes from its its kind of uh, red red colouring. I'm, I'm that guessing that sense. bit. Or but did Prince name it? Maybe Prince named it. Raspberry crazy and <laughs> da, 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 with its Swiss Army knife penis. <laughs> yeah, I've it's definitely so derailed you there. Right, okay. So uh, it's got quick, unpredictable movements. That's why people think it's a crazy ant. It asphyxiates chickens. <laughs> and <laughs> no, I'm just really... asphyxiating chickens. <laughs> little damn... cameo from Eggy Pop there. That's... Did you like that? Yeah, I did. That's that pretty wasn't da... a bad Eggy Pop voice, that actually. quite good, actually. And now I'm... I've gone on for it now. That's pretty, that's pretty crazy. Right, they cover... Listen to this. This is even crazier, right? Not only have they got quick, unpredictable movements, they asphyxiate chickens. How they do they the... do that? They cover themselves using their own um, uh, acid, uh, but they also cover themselves formic acid. They inject the chicken with it, and the chicken asphyxiates, I believe. Uh, they cover themselves in acid. <laughs> you know, when you said that, though, I was thinking, how did they get their little hands around <laughs> their tiny little ant hands around the chicken's neck? <laughs> Die, chicken! <laughs> the chicken's like, bah, 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 bah. <laughs> no, actually, the raspberry crazy ant has giant hands. It's got the oh. biggest hands of the entire ant species. Yeah, you know, like uh, those gloves that they use in baseball where they catch yeah. the ball. Is this is this basically the raspberry? Anymore, the raspberry crazy ant is only the size of a grain of rice, but its hands. Can you imagine the if size Brian of Cox, the gloves, the baseball gloves? Can you imagine if Brian Cox <laughs> or David Attenborough had to balance their knowledge and scientific expertise with a surreal sense of humour? Well, imagine no longer, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> and he's torn. He's so torn between actual facts and wanting to just 
be silly and he can't control himself. No, and he's, can't. he's spiraling out of control. The raspberry crazy ant covers itself in acid, right? <laughs> Which actually neutralizes fire ant venom. So it's not that crazy. To- it's, attra- it's attracted to electrical equipment. It can sense the magnetic field and it chews through the wiring. But get this is how crazy the Raspberry Crazy Ant is. It chews through the wiring, which short, short circuits it, but it also electrocutes the ant. <laughs> but then, because it's electrocuted, it releases an alarm pheromone, which attracts the rest of the Crazy Ant colony to defend it. Then they all get attracted to the electricity, chew through the wires, get electrocuted, and release the pheromone again. So, more Crazy Ant It sounds it, like what, like if you're really bad at playing a video game or something do you know you're like oh i've clicked yeah. the wrong like lemmings it reminds me of someone who's it's, bad at lemmings i've never i've never heard of that game it's a good game is it a good game you have or, to save or, all your lemmings oh that's dying. good that you need to save them do you have to save them from walt disney no oh because it was actually walt disney that created the myth that lemmings go over the side of a cliff they don't did you know that he actually got lemmings from different species oh yeah i've heard this and had them herded over a cliff (laughs) because they couldn't observe it in the wild because it never happens it's a myth that's amazing what an evil bastard (laughs) they don't mention that in the documentary very often god i'm hoping that you know because he's cryogenically why did he do that I, I do remember it's because he story, wanted to be the first person with it in a film to actually have footage yeah. of it happening, but it doesn't actually happen in the world. Just Mickey Mouse. Get I'm all hoping... the fucking lemmings and <laughs> chuck them off the chuck fucking them the side. side. I'm hoping he's that very well, he's very filmed, my Mickey Mouse. He's cryogenically frozen, and he's drunk all the time as well. It sounds like right? he is. Get them I... off. Fool them. Hopefully, Fool when them he... we'll when be he's... the first. When, <laughs> when he's woken, Disney we'll wake up to a world that is run by lemmings. That's what I'm hoping. They'll reactivate it. to him. your own personal <laughs> future, Walt. It's Hello, everything Walt. you ever hoped for. Yeah, that's, that'll be... The, anyway, that's completely off track. Let's have a look at another ant. This is about ants. This is about ants. This isn't about Walt <laughs> Disney or the Revenge of the Lemmings or anything like that. Look, there's a, there's a, a bulldog ant, or, or it's also called a jack jumper, um, or a lion ant, um, mm. and it's among the most primitive. Of it sounds all like all the characters ants. in a fighting game. You know, when you get your character select screen. Yeah, yeah, you could have the bulldog, the jack An jumper, and the lion. fighting game would be quite fun. It, and with these, this cast, definitely, yeah. I think so. Because listen to this: it's among the most primitive, all, all known ants. I'm trying to get back to the point here. It can, it can propel people, uh, people, not people. Right. What I'm going to do is just sit back for a full minute and let you go. And, okay. Uh, I bet go. you tie yourself in knots. Okay. I'm not, and I'm not go. Do it. Okay. So uh, it's huge. The the bulldog ant is oh, one and a half inches long. So just picture that for a second. It's extremely aggressive and ferocious, and they're also solitary hunters, which is really unusual. Most most ants hunting packs is because it's a primitive form of ant. It's got a deadly sting that uh, can be fatal, and it contain and contains amongst the most toxic venom in the insect world. You see, I'm doing well here, aren't I? You, you you're worried. It's also this is weird for ants. It's got excellent vision. It's got large compound eyes. Lenses with three photoreceptors, so like chickens, it can see UV light. Um, it doesn't use chemical trails, but landmarks to navigate, so it sees where it's going. Um, they also groom each other, which I thought was quite nice. 
Okay, that minute's up at the right time because no, no one can also... see the hand gesture that Sai just did when he pictured ants grooming each other. <laughs> he did a sort of bunny rabbit pose, uh, like with That's both his hands. Ant hands massaging the yeah. ants. You know, this is <laughs> and he asphyxiated a chicken. They, they do have, and I mentioned this undertaker ants. They do have designated undertakers to carry dead ants from the nest to a graveyard. Um, and these undertaker ants have a slightly altered... Bring out cycle. your rain. Bring out your ants. Ding, ding, ding. Do you but, have any more ants for the ant graveyard? Yes, we do. You I have hear. the same voice as the undertaker. That is and. right. For I am also an undertaker. Although I should be a female, shouldn't I? I am also... I don't know. I can't do a female. Just move on. So. Just move on. It's fine. Okay, all right. But unusually, queen ants of the common black ant, which we see a lot of in, in the UK, uh, become, um, this is really nice, they become undertakers for other queens who are deceased co-founders of their colony, which uh -huh. is nice. So they don't actually have, uh, well, they do, they have undertaker ants, but the, the queens themselves carry out the dead bodies of the co-founders of their colony, which I kind of like that. That's quite I do. Nice. I think we should end on that note, but give us a quick, we're, we're never going to finish ants, but... What? Oh, yeah, actually, no, that's fine. Yeah, because next time we're going to be looking at my one of my all-time favorite ants, which is the the fire ant. Was that the, the one that you liked collecting in the, the ant sticker album? Uh, yeah, yeah, when I used to just... Close <laughs> the pages. And they, got, they just stick to the pages. Amazing. Yeah. No, actually, he they are... The, ants. I love ants. The Solenopsis nope. Invicta, the fire ant, is the most amazing ant. They can build ant castles. You've, no, wait, you've, this was a preview, ant, but now you've started actually rafts. telling us. You they see, can, you they see can your make mistake. themselves into waterproof fabrics. But you, you've spoiled it for next week now. I have because I've not gone into detail. You wait till you hear about these fire ants. So, yeah. Well, there still no Colin, though. No Colin yet, but I'm hoping that we can do, as I said, uh, you know, uh, what, did I, what did I call it? You know, a seance there oh. to bring Colin back uh, toward the end. Did you say a seance? A seance, yes. <laughs> well, I look forward to the seance. Yeah, and then um, we're going to, uh, yeah, when we're going to look at... Um... No, not yet, Colin. What was yet. that? Did you hear that? I did. I heard something. What on earth was that? Oh, that's spooky. I didn't like that Ooh. at all. Well, it's getting near Halloween, you know. Ooh. Well, maybe be... not. It might be after it when this comes out. Oh, it could... oh, yeah, this could be coming out after Halloween. It's just gone Halloween, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I've ruined, I've ruined the continuity. <laughs> what a fool. <laughs> 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 oh, we started to started together. That was in unison. Oh, though. oh hang on. You know... Into my brain, let's try and do it together in unison. No, ready? here's what we should do we should alternate. So I do a T, and then you do a T, and then I do a T, and you do a T. This you is going to be it? tricky. Okay. Mind I once tried to join a anything. barbershop quartet, it didn't work out well. Did you actually? <laughs> I did, yeah, yeah. It was, it, yeah, we decided not to do it in the end. Wait, hang on. We were going to do In the Jungle, the My. Well, how did this come bum, up? Bum, bum, like, when did you try and join a barbershop quartet? Well, it was a friend of mine at university. He decided we were all going to do a barbershop quartet at the end of university. Oh, actually, I've got a university headache date that I'll tell you that was actually at the same time we would have been doing this, but it all went wrong. But 
Um, yeah, so he said we could do that with a wimble weight, a wimble weight. Ooh, and you said, yep, that's for me. Yeah, and it didn't, yeah, it didn't go down well. We just, we just went to the pub in the end. Did you perform it. it publicly? We didn't, no, only in a room. <laughs> okay, luckily. Sounds like a joke. Anyway, let's try the to, to, to Right, okay, five. so okay. I'll start. Okay. Three, two, one. No, we've got to go quicker. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Ready? Machine gun fire. You ready? Three, two, one. Top five. No, it doesn't work. Anyway, top five board games. Ooh, yes. Well, you want to go first to this? I can. I can go for my top, my actual top board game, which is an unusual. actual real top board game. Yeah, it's actually a game called Barricade. When my mum and dad were young, they had a student come and stay with them in the house when we were kids, you know, like you do um, I don't, I don't know, on an exchange thing or something like yeah. that. And, um, and he bought a game with him from Germany and it was called Barricade. And, um, and it's, got good. All, yeah, it's got all these uh, little people. I used to love, you get these little characters, you get like a red cowboy and then you get an old lady. They're all, it's all set in, in the American. Why would you go the old lady? If no, I used to go cowboy. to the red cowboy. Yeah, who, yeah, who was, goes the old lady? It was big red. No, nobody. You have mm. to get in, you roll the dice for which character you want to be, you see. Oh, no, I don't and know. I, but then I'd always, yeah, I want to be the red cowboy. And everyone would be like, <laughs> oh, for God's sake, let him be the red. Because I was the little kid of the family, you know. Let him be the red cowboy. For God, I'll never shut up about it. <laughs> Anyway, so and then you get a, there's a there's a oh is there there's a green woman who looks like she w- she's working in, a, in the saloon uh, as probably in a, a prostitute upstairs yeah I guess she's quite cool she's quite a cool character though the old man so what sort of game was it what did yeah you... but this is what you it's basically just like Ludo you roll the dice you've got to get up the board but there are these round circles that are red and you get these barricades round so, circles. Whew. Yeah, on the board. But they have a barricade on them, which is like a little wooden Ludo piece. Oh, no, like a little round uh, pucker, a puck, a puck, a little round puck. And if you you roll the right amount, you can get a barricade and then you can barricade behind you or you can barricade somebody else in their own home base. So then it gets really nasty because you can stop people from ever getting out of their home base because they've always got a roll of one oh, okay. to get the barricade. And then you can get all the barricades and put them either side of the barricade so they never get to start the game. It's quite <laughs> so, hard to picture. I know, but it's mean. And in fact, I'll tell you how mean it was that my, my parents, when, when they started first playing this game, uh, they ganged up on this guy that had come round for a nice evening playing a board game and having a drink of wine with them. And, Did it get uh, heated? And and he and they just ganged up on him, barricaded him, it kept barricading him in, so he could never get out of his home base. In the end, he he basically tipped over the board, let stormed out of the house, and ripped the gear stick off his car. <laughs> That's how angry he was. Wow, this game sounds that. intense. Yeah, it gets really nasty. It's because you can he barricade the gear stick out of off his, his car. car. Yeah, apparently out of his. I guess it was a it was an automatic one. And an old sort of and an old car, and he just apparently he gripped it and pulled it so so far that it actually ripped out of the. Uh... <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah, what is he was wrong? so angry. This game sounds insane. It is, yeah, because it's mean because you just keep barricading people in. Yeah, hence the name. Yeah, you've yeah, explained yeah. that part. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> I can't get over someone pulling the gears out of their own car because of a board game. I don't know if I can beat that. That's crazy. I'll tell you what game I do like, though, is do you remember Atmosphere? It was called Nightmare in America. Um, no, I don't know. It was this a one. video so board game. So it was a v- it came with a VHS and you set up the board and it's a spooky graveyard and you all have a different character like a vampire. Yeah, I've never actually played one of the one of these games. Uh, yeah, so you you play the video and uh, occasionally like an old spooky guy in a cloak will appear and he'll tell you to stop playing and then he'll choose a player and he'll make you do something and it, the game lasts an hour. But the, yeah. the best part of it is if you ever get to like the last 10 or 15 minutes, he just keeps pop. It gets louder and louder and he just keeps popping up and get you have to shout things or you have to forfeit if you don't say the right thing. And it's really it's good See, fun. I used to really must, like that game. That sounds amazing. But it must take some really clever planning because you can imagine on a DVD, you can go back to the menu and you can select different things. Yeah. With a VHS, it only runs forward, right? Yes, but so it would it would really always clever, be the same, it? but it would affect different people when yeah. you kind of forget what it was. Yeah, that's it was really, really clever, good. I think. Yeah, and uh, we should make one. We should make an electric head one. That yeah, you can that would be awesome. Where we pop up and tell you what to do. It's yeah, not a bad idea, right? That sounds a really good idea, although it wouldn't make any noise. I can't remember what it was. It's something <laughs> like when he, but it would make you jump. It was like a jump scare because there would be a timer on the thing and it tells you to put the lights down and turn it up loud. And then he would appear like with the thunderclap and he'd go, I, can't, I think he says things like, maggots, roll at you, and stuff like that. And my favorite bit of it is he chooses someone and he tells them to come up close to the TV. And he's like, come closer come closer and they'll get right up to the TV and then he just goes and his face turns out into a skeleton. It's good. It's good fun. And it it was very silly. I'm sad I missed out on these. Yeah, I think they they were a little bit... uh, They were like early 90s. So yeah. Yeah, so so I was at university. (laughs) Yeah, I was at... Yeah, so I kind of... I I mean, you say that's past, but I, I have played this game as an adult. So, you know. (laughs) <laughs> Dude, I would like to play. Yeah, I'd love to play. Yeah, I've played Barricade as an adult. Uh, One of my favorite things about that game, this is veering into a headache though, but I always remember taking it to my grand's house and she, you know, didn't really understand. And I said to her, oh, it comes with a video. Uh, and, you know, you put it in the video player and you play it, but she couldn't understand that it wasn't connected to the board somehow. She's like, I don't, what, what do you mean? Do you just, <laughs> you hook it up to the telly? And I'm like, yeah, you just, well, you kind of. You put a video in and then you play it. And she, I just always remember her going, no, you can't play that. And I'm like, why not? And she goes, because if you plug that into my telly, you'll no get it back. And I was like... <laughs> she thought you had to put the actual board in. I was like, what, what do you mean it's I won't get it back? And she's like, once that's hooked up, you'll no get it back. And I could not understand what she meant. I, I think what she <laughs> meant is, I can't do that, so I won't be able to return it to normal, I guess. So we never played that in my grands. So it was, you know, you're not getting it back, son. That's pretty. <laughs> it's, it's gone, then. That's too scary. That get it off. <laughs> Go to bed. <laughs> Little glimpse into my grand there. I'll bring her back for a few headed goes at some point. I'm trying to think. My I also had a game called Hulk Smash, which isn't a very Ooh. good game. You had some fancy games there. Actually, okay, I say that I got Hulk Smash when I was about thirty-two. <laughs> Right. Okay. So now the truth is out. I'm not hiding that. You make little plasticine airplanes and cars and you put them all over the board and you play the Hulk and you get a big Hulk fist. So if you get it, you squish them on the thing 
It's, okay, it's so, quite so it's just basically just smashing up plasticine with it's called Hulk smash but the best thing about Hulk smash if anyone out there looks on youtube for the advert for that game it has the greatest song in the history of songs for a boy can you give us a can you give us a little what does Hulk say when he's saving the day Hulk smash and what does Hulk do when he's got a breakthrough Hulk smash make your own ride race for the other side Hulk Hero. Some assembly required. For more incredible Hulk action, you can try your hand at Operation Hulk and don't wake Hulk. Each sold separately, batteries not included. Hulk Smash is a perfect, it's the perfect song, isn't it? Yeah. Well, songs like that always work because it's just, a, it's, it's the easy repetition like Agadu, you know. <laughs> Hulk uh, Smash. Oobla the, Oobla the chicken song. <laughs> the chicken song. They're all, yeah, those are those are the ones that they get stuck in your head, don't yeah. they? That's, there's so what else good. you got? Well, I've got. It might seem like a dull game to to some people. Uh, the original version of it's not as exciting as Hulk Smash. It's not. I must admit, although it, it, it could have turned into Hulk Smash a few times. Cause, well, the, cause if I you think, read I the think, gearbox, I, that's pretty. Yeah, Hulk I think Smash. the thing is in my house that, that there was a lot of uh, unbridled aggression behind the board games, and Trivial Pursuit, the original one, when it came out. Uh, my dad was really competitive and he always wanted to get all the little Trivial pieces. Trivial pursuit is bad news. Yeah, he wanted to get all the little pieces of the cake, you know, in his in his little thing first. And he always and he had a really good general knowledge. But the thing is I always used but he'd always want to move on. You know, you've only got so much time to yeah. answer the question. Uh, that was his that was his little trick really. But my gran had a brilliant brain for um history, but she she was she was really slow and she was really laid back as a person so what i used to love doing to wind my dad up was i'd always team up with my gran and then <laughs> and then it would come round to us and then and then i and it would land on history and i'd be like oh gran so it's history and i, I and i'd and the question we read out and it'd be like you know uh who what was the name of king charles the hulk II's? smashing game yeah okay king charles the <laughs> second's hulk smashing game uh and uh, no no and and uh, you know who, who's the name of his lover and she'd be like uh she'd be like um oh yes oh i know this one yes I know. <laughs> yes i know that yes i'd love I, your grand my, dad, my grand. dad would be like well Should come on you yeah they'd be great wouldn't they but, and, and, and my dad would be like well come on you've got to you you you're running out of time. She'd be like, "Oh no, it's in there somewhere." I know. Was your grand's was name? Do you want to say? You don't have to. When Wendy. Okay, so Wendy and my grand was Ella, so we can. Wendy and Ella. Do you know know the answer, Wendy? Yes. No, it's in there. I know it. I, it's definitely in there. Well, if, we, thinking... if you're no saying it, you don't know it. Yes. No, it's coming to me now. So yes. He no. Had... Yes, I know the answer. I'm just trying to think of it now. Let me just have a, a, a sip of this creme de menthe. You have a thing. You have a sip of your creme de menthe. Now, and then my dad would be like, "Now, no, now, come on, now you've you've got to answer the question." And the tensions would rise. But then what was <laughs> what was great is that at the end of it, she'd suddenly go, "Nell Gwyn," <laughs> just as he was just about to say, "That's it. You've got to move on." Again, we get really angry, and then he'd be like. Yes, it's Nell Green. <laughs> then she'd get the piece. That's it was really so good. frustrating. I know it was so funny, always. And she was really good at like the hist, you know, history. Uh, Grands are pretty good at uh, trivia, I find. Yeah, yeah, and and yeah, she had a good general knowledge. Sensible actually, yeah. trivia. 
um, political stuff. They, I, there's a thing, I've seen it online, a, a Trivial Pursuit question about Batman. Have you seen that? So uh, the, the, it's an old edition of Trivial Pursuit. And the question is, which of these actors has never played Batman? Christian Bale, George Clooney, Val Kilmer, Adam West, or Ben Affleck? Uh, and the answer is Ben <laughs> Affleck. Well, it would have been. Not anymore. Yeah, back then, but not anymore. How oh, mad. But it's funny, we played it reasonably recently, but because we played it, and um, we played the old edition because we picked it up in a charity shop. And do you know what? This is weird. Because I'd played it so much as a kid, I, I won it hands down because I <laughs> knew all the answers. memorized the question. I just knew all the answers because obviously I'd done it and I, I kept coming out and people were like, how the hell did you know that? <laughs> how were you so like, smart all of us? I time? don't know. It's just because we played it so much and it was that original edition that uh, somewhere in my brain I'd retained the answers. Nice. Another yeah. board game I'm going to add to this. However, this is a board game that I've added a twist to, uh, which is Cluedo. However, yeah, I when do I used it, to play Cluedo uh, with my friend who I stayed with. We... Oh, not the one you killed with the... No, no, no. All no. oh, right. No, no, that was... Uh... Anyway, uh, <laughs> so, but I... We played Cluedo and it was quite good fun, but I suddenly stayed up all night one night. I got a bunch of magazines. I went to the shop, I bought some magazines, and I cut what out... What kind of magazines? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, celebrity magazines. Oh, right, right. Like, now okay. and hello and okay. hi there and all those and i cut out celebrities faces like hundreds of them so that the next time we played cluedo we could create a cast of characters from all of these celebrities and stick them to the cards brilliant <laughs> so you could I, have I like lawrence llewellyn bone has been murdered and patrick stewart was he was a, he was always colonel mustard that's a really great idea i uh, really love that so i'd yeah. stick out kate winslet was uh Mrs. Peacock, is it? Mrs. Peacock? Whatever. But, you yeah, know, all these so. different yeah, characters. Yeah. But then here's the fun bit, right? Because Cluedo is quite a boring game, really, because it's just an a, a elimination game. You just kind of go through it and do it. But you know the point in Cluedo where you have to suggest... Uh, so you say, was it whoever in the conservatory with the whatever? And the other yeah, person yeah. has to show... I can't actually remember how it works. They show a card and you take it off. So when it came to that point of the game, the game was that you stood up. You know how in a sort of uh, Agatha Christie novel or something, the big reveal at the end where they yeah, say, this is Yeah, they call exactly. it the detective denouement. Indeed. That's, that's so the bit where every round Poirot or whatever. Every round of Cluedo would be a denouement. <laughs> so you would stand up and lean on the mantelpiece and pretend to smoke a pipe. And this is where Patrick Stewart's voice came in and say, Well... I believe <laughs> that one morning Mrs. Peacock found herself in the conservatory and you would go on for as the game was to make it last as long as possible and it just ended with with the candlestick and then the person would just go it's not it's not the candlestick you go Bugger. and I always had Patrick Shear say damn it Twas not I that murdered this man. <laughs> like whole thing. So that we got really addicted to doing this. I can imagine. It sounds like I would like to play. Maybe Kudo we should do it you. on the podcast. Somebody. That would be brilliant. I would love to do that. Um, yeah. Uh, we need to write these was, things down, though. We, need we do. To I'm taking down. notes. Though. Well, we don't need to write them down because they're here on the podcast. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. However, that game, I do remember of one particular evening when we started playing it at dinner time and got so invested in this murder mystery and dragged it out so long 
And then suddenly we were distracted when we heard something come through the letterbox. And we were like, oh my God, what is that? Are we being too noisy? Is someone complaining? But it was just the post. We'd been playing it all night. God. And it was very exciting. You crazy kids. That's a long game of Cluedo, that though. It's a long game of Cluedo. Yeah, there are a few games that take that. Like Risk, for instance, can go on yeah. and on and Have on. Have you ever made your Monopoly own Monopoly can go on and on and on. Have you ever made oh. your own board game? Um, I, you know, I think I have at some point. I seem to remember as a child, like drawing squares, but it never made any sense. Well, that's, I've no, tried to make no surprises in my time, but they're surprisingly difficult to work out. They actually are. Yeah. If you go, we should make an electric headboard game. Yeah. It that just won't make be... any sense. Heading dots. Tell the truth. <laughs> that's all I've got. <laughs> that's all. That's it, is it? Well, that's we all, tell that's the, what it is. I swear to tell the truth and nothing but the truth. Did you know that when so the help my head? Just out of interest, you know why you raise your left hand uh, when you put your hand on the Bible? Is it your right hand? Because they used to. I heard this when I was at Lancaster um, Castle. I'm um, going around. They used to brand the palm of criminals. So, so it meant they get an unfair palm. Brand his palm. And so when they raised their hands, all the entire court could tell whether they'd been convicted before. (laughs) So it completely (laughs) meant that they didn't get a fair trial. That sounds horrendous. Yeah, so that's why everyone still raises their hand when they put their hand on the Bible. Well, there you go. Anyway, heading Sorry, The whole truth, nothing but the truth. So help my hand. Head. Damn it. <laughs> right. Th- I'm going to start off this one. This is a head. We've both got headache notes about being on stage with a on band. Stage with a famous band. A famous uh, band. That, and, not, uh, and not just our own bands, because we've both done that as well. Um, oh, of course. That's what I've heard in previous podcasts. Yeah. These, yeah. these are famous bands. And quite, well, I don't know about your story. I haven't heard it yet, but mine is in quite a prestigious venue as well. Yeah, yeah, mine wasn't in a prestigious venue. <laughs> um, mine was at uh, Hamden Park in uh, Glasgow, which is a football stadium. Um, so quite quite a big show. And right. you have to picture, when I tell this headache though, it's best to picture it in edits, okay? Like, like a sort of Curb Your Enthusiasm style of editing. So okay. picture me at home saying, you know what band I really don't like? What's that, Al? U2. I don't understand U2. I don't really like any U2 songs. I really actually quite dislike U2. And then slam cut to me standing on stage and in a football stadium with U2. No. With and the Edge, with, with Bonio. With Bonio and Edgelord and uh, all, all the rest of them. How did you and manage that? So I'm trying to... It was through a friend who works at Amnesty. So, you know, it, it was a good cause, I think. I can't actually remember what the cause was because it was quite some time ago. Um, but everyone had to wear masks. I think the woman, it was Aung San Suu Kyi. I'm not sure. I can't remember exactly what the what the protest. It was a protest. Of yeah, some, yeah. Because, you know, the very political Bonio. Yes, oh yes, he is. Burke. And he has funny Burke. enough we talking about the bulldog ant. protest something at my pop show. We were that's, talking that's about Borneo. the bulldog ant earlier, and I think with those he's got those big eyes like a bit like the bulldog ant. Doesn't um he's Bono, a primitive form of ant, I think. It does uh, the edge sound like Burke from Trapdoor and Bono sounds like Boney. Edge 
Oh, there's another travesty in the world. We better do a concert. So that is you two. (laughs) But anyway, so they had this big spaceship thing. Like it was a crazy set with like. What? In real life? Yeah, yeah. So it was like this horde in the middle of the. Not you two, it was just a set. You two don't have a giant spacecraft. Yeah, they did. Yes. What? So at the show. There was a giant sort of space pod thing that had projections and stuff on it. And then around the stage was a giant floating ring that they could walk across with bridges that went to the middle. It was um it was a bit much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I'm honest. So my job as well as like thirty or forty other people was to wear a mask of this um woman. I can't remember what it was, some like I said, political thing. Uh, and go on wearing the mask as a, a sort of protest to highlight the plea or whatever it was. Um, yeah, so I ended up standing there for an entire song, uh, looking out at a football stadium and on stage with you two. It was that is bizarre. Very depressing. And do you know what what is the weirdest thing for me is that I was just saying about uh, old Bonio wearing the uh, being like <laughs> being like a bulldog ant with those eyes, you know, the big yeah. the big sort of anti eyes and everything. My big and then spectacles. the fact that they actually have their own spacecraft. Yes, shy, it's me, Bono. I'd like is... to talk to you about my spaceship. But are you uh, are you actually an alien ant? Is that would be my question. Uh, well shy, I'm afraid I can't go into that right now. Not on the right. podcast, maybe in private. But you we do. Can have a do you actually own a chain of supermarkets? Oh, is that true? Is you're this true in guess. Eastern Europe? Oh, as a no, tax, as a tax no, loop? No, <laughs> Can I just tell you before I go back to my planet? One yes. of the finest moments of my career was sharing a stage with Mr. Al Wallace. Oh, what a wonder. Okay, off I go. Goodbye. Cheerio. Goodbye. Well, that was nice of Bonio to drop in, wasn't it? That was lovely, wasn't it, from his... So, uh, go on. Uh, who have you been on stage with? Well, this is quite prestigious um, because <laughs> although, <laughs> although it was a little bit accidental, I, I must admit... Um, what uh, what happened in the 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 full story was uh, well let me start off by telling you who I was on stage. so I was on stage with Jules Holland Ooh. and his big band actually on stage with them was That's it just, New Year's no Eve? Kidding. No, no, yeah. it wasn't. Because uh, he Jules, only comes out in New Year, doesn't he? He d- he normally does, but on this very special occasion, he d- decided that he needed a few extra bucks. <laughs> so he'd, uh, he'd come to play the May Ball. They obviously had a, a big budget at my uh, university, and it was my, my May Ball, so it was the end of my three years of university. May and, Ball, uh, you're saying? May, May Ball, yeah. So mm. I got... Ball. Ball. Oh, I thought the May Ball was the name of a pub. <laughs> it wasn't a pub. It was in a giant. It was in a giant. Uh, okay, in a giant. Okay. Te- it was in a giant tent. Right. Anyway, okay. what happened was I got overexcited because I'd been at uh, I I've been at university for three years, and I thought we should all dress up in soldiers' uniforms to nice. go along because everyone else is in tuxes. What kind of soldiers? <laughs> this is the problem, right? So oh from the beginning, I got it wrong. Instead, I, I, I ordered something from a, a uh, from a rent place. In those days, you had to phone them up or whatever. I really hope this isn't going where I, and I got the wrong. Going. I got the wrong era. So instead of 
uh, ordering like a, what I thought would look like a really cool kind of soldier's uniform. I got, it was just a, a, a soldier in the trenches from World War One. right? So you know, only... I was just really worried it was like a full SS uniform. <laughs> no, 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 that would have been, that would have been awful. I wouldn't Is have worn okay? that. But Is no, this okay? Is the skull was... too much? <laughs> this uniform didn't look like I was like some kind of handsome soldier at all. Did you it look like made... Baldrick? Yeah, basically, it was a really thick, green, worsted uh, material, so really turned, rough and scratchy. I love the idea of you turning up with to your a, friends saying, all right, we're going to see Jules Holland, and I have a cunning plan. <laughs> well, I thought we'd all look really handsome, you know, this is my idea, but I didn't. I had this sort of brown belt, and it hitched up like these big baggy trousers. <laughs> like, like with all pockets down the sides and things hanging off it and this cap that didn't really fit me and I just looked like a complete idiot all right, really. but anyway I I'm went with it chimney. I thought okay I'll just I, right, hope it's, I hope it's over by right, Christmas I'm, I'm your local t- <laughs> I'm, your, I'm your local Tommy so anyway, so I went but obviously, uh, not surprisingly it was the end of, it was the May ball I got horribly drunk so oh, I, I was got, waiting for that part. I got so horribly Oh, you're bouncing. Hang on. Okay, hang on a second. Um, I think that's. I think the internet went went wonky then. Yeah. Just go back to the the main ball. Uh, so yeah, uh, yes. So obviously, I uh, I stood out like a sore thumb, uh, but I arrived kind of staggering in in this World War One Tommy's uniform. Uh, obviously, uh, you know, it wasn't somebody would blend into the background easily. <laughs> so, uh, but I got so uh, awfully hammered. I'm really ashamed to say uh, that I. Uh, I I lost I I felt like I'd lost all my friends in the crowd at the ball, so I was panicking. I was looking like around. That's like a them, sad part of a fairy tale. I know. I wasn't really aware of what was going on around me, and I thought, well, I need to find somewhere high to, to look over the crowd to see <laughs> where you, my. Did you begin my... to were actually in a trench? <laughs> and you had you had to go over the top. At this point, we got to go over the I top, lads. So I just looked to, looked to my left, not realising, <laughs> I, I could hear music, but I wasn't thinking about what was really going on. And I just saw the stage kind of to my left. I thought, oh, I'll just climb up on there. You thought that led to no man's land, that sort of was. Possibly, I'll go right over the top. To, to Jules Holland's horror, <laughs> as he was playing on his piano, <laughs> this this drunk man in a, or young lad, I say, in, in a World War One. <laughs> <laughs> basically clambered up on the stage and began staggering <laughs> across the stage to the <laughs> middle of the stage right in front of Jules Holland who was at that point in the midst of performing a song. You should have and saluted I, him. <laughs> I, didn't, I wasn't even aware he was there. Really. That was the thing. I was just like, oh, where is everybody going? <laughs> And then, and what was worse was then, and this is really awful, uh, uh, luckily no one was injured. I then, <laughs> I, any sentence you have to say that in, I'm intrigued. And then I poleaxed it off the, off the side of the stage. <laughs> I just fell, I just fell uh, uh, straight, like straight. And I'm pretty tall and uh, people scattered. But there's one guy dancing with his girlfriend at the front of the stage. <laughs> and my, unfortunately, my head was aiming toward her head 
a quite a high velocity bear in mind i'm kind of six foot one and i'd fallen off a six foot high stage or whatever it was and i headbutted her wow matt laid her out <laughs> on the floor oh i know awful God. and then but luckily she would she i'm not sorry but luckily she was she got up and i was like oh god are you okay she was like i'm fine god she get sees away, a world war one soldier get and assumes she has a really bad concussion. And then, and then, and then the security rushed in, and they and they grabbed me, and they were like, "Oh, come on, son, you've had enough." <laughs> we we thrown, and I was like, "No, uh, it's my Mabel." And they were like, "Get out, that's it." <laughs> so they basically took me bodily, threw me out, and I wasn't having any of that. <laughs> oh no, no! So, uh, so I thought, I thought this is my Mabel. There's no way uh, they can throw me out, the bastards. You know, it was. I'm a, a soldier. Damn it! Was honest mistake. <laughs> so <laughs> I crawled back. Mistake, huh? So I crawled back in. I under thought the I was top. in the trenches. <laughs> I thought I was in the war, son. <laughs> I crawled back in under the tarpaulin, into the into the big tent again. Uh, but what I hadn't thought of, obviously, in my in my stupidly drunken state, was that I was the only person there dressed in a World War One soldier's uniform. So within seconds, within seconds of crawling back in, the security were like, "Here he is again, that fucking idiot!" They threw me out again, but I still wasn't happy with that. So I, I then I then proceeded to crawl in three or four more times, getting caught. Time Three or four. I know. Before it finally sunk in, and I looked down at myself and I thought, "Oh yeah, of course." <laughs> I stick out like a sore thumb. <laughs> of course, they can spot me. I thought, "How do they know it's me?" Every in this crowd of people. I wonder if Jules Holland remembers this. I doubt it. He I have probably a question. Wiped it uh, what's, I wish I knew what song you interrupted. I've got no idea, but all I can think, all I remember is that it was a very, because everyone was dancing. Obviously, this girl at the front was dancing with her boyfriend. It was a very, and he couldn't leave the piano because if it was sort of something where he could have, you know, um, sort of got up, I suppose, and sort of said, you know, do you mind leaving the stage? Or, But he was kind of like, do you know what I mean? He was really into the boogie-woogieing. Yeah, boogie-woogie, frenetic piano playing. Oh, does it feel um, good to have got that story off your chest now? It does. I feel slightly ashamed, but still, I don't know. There's... It feels like one of those stories that, when you think of it, makes you kind of cringe inside a little. Actually, yeah. Yeah, it does. But it's very but it funny. Was a, it, it was a few elements coming together. The World War One uniform, <laughs> the, the drink and everything. And it was just a shame. that Trying to uh, get over the top into no man's land, not realising <laughs> that actually it was a stage with Jules Holland on it. Imagine which if is you probably had, worse. <laughs> I, I, to be honest, I would have rather clambered out of the trenches in World War One and found Jules Holland and his band playing <laughs> <laughs> than the Nazis, the other... Oh, sorry, not the Nazis even. God, the, the, sorry. That's a, that's a, Wrong war. You got the yeah, wrong, wrong war. war. There. Yeah. The boogie woogie wars. The boogie woogie wars, of course. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. if Jules, if you're out there, if uh, you're listening if, in, Jules, I'm if sorry. You, if you remember this evening, if you remember the night you hallucinated a World War One soldier <laughs> <laughs> climbing on stage and then falling back off again, then uh, it wasn't a dream. You weren't on drugs. It really happened. It and really happened. Very sorry. Sai, apologise to Jules. I'm sorry, Jules. I'm sorry. There you go. It's all fixed now. 
and he never drank again. <laughs> and I never, that's not true, Sammy. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I'll cut it before that. <laughs> that was a good one. That was funny. Yeah, it's, it's awful though, isn't it? In retrospect, it really is. I've awful. got a couple of awful ones. I haven't had the guts to tell. Yeah, you. no. To be honest, the the the, the Korma the Korma catch was really bad. <laughs> if, you, <laughs> yeah. if, you, if you want to think of putting stupid elements together, eating a Korma and getting on an exercise <laughs> bike, <laughs> it's gonna. In fact, we should probably do a highlight of the worst moments of getting a cor- eating a Korma whilst on an exercise. I know. That, I mean, what were you thinking? <laughs> well, well, well. Well, that was a wild that was one, a, wasn't that it? That was a bumper episode of um, the you got your money's worth there, folks. Well, it didn't cost you anything, but you know. No, that's true. It was but an it emotional cost us journey. Our souls. It cost us <laughs> our dignity. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that was a journey. We went uh, all over the place there. We had a bit of uh, nostalgia, a bit of shame, a bit yeah. of uh, yeah, uh, adventure. Yeah, we, we laughed, had to, we, we had to, we had Kira Kira Knightley dry, being dry humped by monkeys. I mean, it's, it's a been... real grab bag of fun, isn't it? Yeah, the raspberry crazy ant. I sure. mean, sure. sure. Which, you just don't know where it's going, do you, folks? Neither do we. Who gave us control of this aeroplane? Neither of us are qualified to fly. Oh, well. well speaking of which, we better bring this in for a landing now, side. Yes, yeah, come on. Take charge of that. It's like, not really. Okay, it's folks. like the Weeble. It's like the Weeble plane all over again. Okay, the um, landing gear is down, or does that go? Uh, which way do you want to switch the landing side? It depends whether you're landing in Australia or in uh, We in are landing at the end of a podcast. In that case... In the dark, landing the, gear is down and those little things that slow you down that come up off the wing, they're up. Yeah. And we're slowing down, bring us in nice and gentle time. Perfect landing. And you all thought we were going to crash, but no, we're safe and sound on the ground. <laughs> Safe and yeah. sound on the ground. Yeah, so uh, that's uh, landed. So that's it. Yeah, okay. so it's time to uh, queue turn up off for your seatbelts. Time to get your passports out and try and get them into those little things the right way up. You know, yeah, when it breeds the digital yeah. passport thing. We're going to scan your face. Uh, yeah. Please do not remove your seatbelts till the podcast has come to a complete stop. We're going to do a whole biometric investigation of uh, yeah. your your, your eyes, your ears, end. your nose, your your anal cavity. So enjoy it. We'll let you go off and do that. And we'll uh, please fly with the electric head again. <laughs> That's nice. That's a good end. That's very good. It? I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for choosing Electric Head as your podcast. Please fly with us again. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I waved again. Bye.